0: Hello and welcome back, business. Have you ever been told to take it slow? And if you have, what does taking it slow mean to you? In this episode, Adam and I are discussing exactly that, what slow living means to us. I talk about how film photography taught me to be more intentional with my actions, while Adam reflects on his pace in life and how it affects the people around him. So come into the shade. Grab a refreshing beverage and join us in our discussion. Enjoy. So, Adam, it's been a while. How have
1: you been? Well, it, is, it has been a while. It took me three months to edit the last episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I've been busy. Um, moved in with my girlfriend, um, started a new job and yeah oh, enjoying the summer as well here which is a big um a big yeah a, it's a big change in life cuz life really comes alive here in in the summer um so mm. you spend a lot more time outside and you just do more stuff
0: so i've been quite busy yeah i can i can imagine um during my times my my brief uh my brief foray into the Japanese winter. Uh, yeah, I definitely miss the summer and autumn seasons, you know. Mm. Uh, so I can definitely relate to that. Yeah, yeah, because I've not heard, I've not heard from you for the past. Uh, yeah, since the last episode, because <laughs> I'm sure you have been busy with the move and the summer as well, the new job. So yeah, yeah How's how's life, but man? Also,
1: on, but also on the, on the new job front, we also moved to a new office. So Ooh. um, it was a new job. Your office Just a lot of changes in general And then once you move in together You realise that um, A lot of things Need to be done around the house So Yeah I just feel like it's. I feel like there's almost a project Every other weekend We're sorting this out mm-hmm. We're planning for this And doing that um, mm-hmm. Yeah Once you have a I don't know how it is for you I imagine you also have something similar Once you start to live together And like there's just Yeah There's projects to do around the house You know
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Like the uh, uh, okay, I wouldn't say the growing pains, but you know the uh, there's always things to do in the first few months. Yeah, when I moved in with my partner, uh, there were definitely a lot of you know, oh, there were plumbing issues. There were, there's always a fire somewhere. Not a literal <laughs> fire, thank God, but but you know,
1: I I yeah, uh, I don't know what kind of life uh, what kind of life that is, but having a fire every all the time is uh, not uh, not very enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, not not very
0: enjoyable, no.
1: But no, uh, I think it's not been busy. I think it's been a good kind of busy. Um, so, yeah, but just a lot of changes. And uh, mm. yeah, like the editing of the last episode was haunting me for a long, long time. And I was like, oh, I need to edit, I need to edit. But just, mm. you know, also with the new environment, I don't have a recording setup as I had before. And um, mm. yeah, but then I uh, just decided to uh, go for it and um, just basically
0: get that episode uh, released straight away. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh that you know what? Uh I had been meaning to ask you about the recording, mm. but then, you know, uh I have I got myself into a few other distractions <laughs> along in the past few months, you know, which prompted, you know, uh this episode. Basically, I see, right? Because I, like I told you um uh f- like a few weeks back, like I just got into film photography. Mm. So so I've been I've been pretty uh preoccupied with photography in general the past I don't know two months so yeah uh is, is this how we so, segue yeah. into
1: the into today's topic? I guess <laughs> very good yeah you you suggested the title for this episode
0: called slow living I wonder what uh
1: yeah what's um
0: yeah well I've not I don't think we decided whether that's the actual uh title but. Uh I don't know like, like like I I guess um well okay uh probably very relatable to you right now because mm. you've as you've mentioned you've had a lot happen over the past few months right mm. you know you're moving into a new place new job yada yada so like uh it's nice right to be able to take a breather every now and again from from that I I assume now things are slowing down yeah yeah so uh uh i, I don't know and, and and i feel like uh for me well things have been i guess generally been pretty slow but uh the past year uh like we talked about in the, in the previous episode like i got myself into uh coffee you know mm. uh spe- specifically coffee making so that taught me to slow down. You we're a lot seeing more sounds as well. and hearing colors. I remember
1: that statement.
0: <laughs> hearing, hearing, yeah. Check out, check out our previous episodes, listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. Uh, and now I got into film photography. In fact, um, it was a happy accident mm. that I got into film photography, because um, uh, my partner actually uh, does. Uh, film photography, well, well, she she did it f- since, you know, pr- uh, before the pandemic, right? I mm. think it's like 2018, 2019. Uh, but, she, but she only had this very simple point and shoot uh, film camera. And, uh, you know, she's been saying, oh, yeah, I, I've been wanting to get a more... Uh, uh, a better camera, essentially, mm. uh, for the longest time. And I figured, okay, uh, mm. It's her thirtieth birthday this year, you know. Uh, and what with congratulations to her, of course. Uh, and with all the the growth that that she's uh, had over the past few years, especially during the pandemic in the past three years, uh, figured that like, you know what better way to mark uh, uh I guess, a new decade than uh a whole a brand new camera, two new cameras, in fact. Um I, wow. I initially intended to just get her the one camera, mm-hmm. but then the, the 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 seller basically uh you know uh poisoned me with sweet, sweet words of, you know <laughs> They upsold you and you life. fell
1: for it, basically.
0: I, I completely fell for it. But in my defense, um the other camera I got was one of those uh, old film Nikon cameras, um, where you had to cr- crank. Uh, how much do you know about film uh, cameras?
1: Um, so my dad dabbles in old lenses and film cameras. I think Ooh. the really old ones that I know from when he was trying to show me was that you put the film in, you have to crank it. It's like a chuk chuk before you take the photo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, you yeah, manually yeah. move the film forwards.
0: To the new yeah yep. something like that yeah, yep. So it's, it's exactly that right because in principle I know what film cameras are I know what they do I know what f- or oh, specifically what manual film cameras do mm. but I've never really had the uh, opportunity to to get my hands on one uh, until that fateful day two months ago. Uh, so the guy was saying, "Oh, your partner is trying to uh, learn to improve, to you know, dabble in uh, much more. Um, I wouldn't say advanced photography, but but like you know, she, uh, she's trying to be more in control of of her camera, right? Yeah. You might want to consider something like this instead of like a simple point and shoot. Uh, so the original camera I, I was I intended to get her, or oh, I rather I did get her." was a m- much more advanced uh, point and shoot still film but a point and shoot nonetheless you can't really control much save for you know the flash I guess yeah so this other camera you could you know you could uh adjust more of the settings and and when he gave it to me uh and I cranked that handle the first time it something just Something cranked in my soul, Adam. <laughs> something in my soul cranked as well as I cranked the camera. You know? Something something just uh something just fell together, you know? It just, it, everything just fell into place. I'm like, oh, I I get it now. You I completely can, get it now. You get it now, and it all <laughs> I see. And uh yeah, so that was two months ago. I have one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, four. five cameras. What? <laughs> I thought you were casting like like how many
1: holes you shot but no it's all it's just wow well, this oh few, buddy oh, wow. i've shot I've shot
0: quite quite a few yeah this is yeah. Exponential, okay, growth, huh? might, exponential growth exponential growth like completely you know uh my partner always said like once I go deep I go deep <laughs> you know wow. the rabbit hole of uh anything that i get into but in my defense uh they're they're very they're really cheap like uh around the 100 200 ringgit range yeah. uh rm hundred two hundred, 200 uh and yeah you know it's it's uh, uh i don't know there's something really satisfying about it all uh which
1: uh which also by the way for our european listeners if any that's about 20 or 40 euro
0: yeah yeah exactly well the currency is pretty bad right now but you know the exchange is pretty bad but yeah um to be fair, these are slightly more beat up. Uh, the the camera is more dated. You know, uh, some of the parts aren't working as mm. uh, well as it yeah. should. But I'm okay with the compromises. I see. But, yeah. So is this what you consider but, uh, slow living then? Like, <laughs> I feel like yeah. is, there's a tiny
1: bit of a contradiction there. Where, we, yeah, like, I guess the yeah, art okay, of yeah, photography I'd... is the slow living part. But like going straight <laughs> yeah. into a hobby really deep like this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. A, so that, but yeah. that's not a slow living. You know? That's that, not, that's slow, not living. slow at all. That was like that's fast and furious. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, no. But the the slowness of it is so. Um. When okay. So when you and I lived together uh, back in university, uh, I'm not sure if you've noticed that I, I've already dabbled in photography even back then. But of course, it was digital photography. I
1: kind of remember um, you had a profile photo where you were holding a camera. This is probably after your. The
0: trip you went to in
1: Japan, I think, like not, not yeah. when you moved there, but when you went there on holiday or oh, two, we were there yeah. together. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I think you had a profile photo where you were like holding a camera for quite a while,
0: yeah, yeah. So that was like what 2015 I don't yeah. know, really long time ago, right? Uh, so I've, I've been dabbling photography, but that was digital, mm-hmm. right? So, digital, whatever you shoot, you, you get the feedback immediately, yeah. but with film you have to wait until you develop your film, right? Yeah. So, uh, and because of the, uh, the astronomical prices of films uh, these days, you also have to think about every single shot, or rather I have to think about every single shot I take. Like uh, a single roll of colored film, well, the cheaper ones I managed to find are about like, 25 ringgit 30 ringgit uh so like what five euros yeah, six five euros, euros yeah. and that's and that's and that's pretty cheap already all things considering mm. but in a row that's 36 shots. so if you work that uh you know you 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 divide it with the price yeah. you get about 80 cents per shot there, there about which doesn't sound like much essentially but the, the, when the, the call, money
1: comes out of your pocket every time you take a shot right
0: exactly it's very literally you know Whereas with digital, well, it's um, still SD,
1: not literally, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, kind of literally, I'm paying for the, you know, every shot that I that I mess up, <laughs> it's, it's like uh touring it out of my pocket immediately, you know. Uh, so no, that's, I, I, I,
1: I, I, yeah, I mean, there the, 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 the are no shots you mess up. It's just like in engineering, it is a feature, not a bug. It's a
0: feature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, there's another thing I get about, but I'll get to it later on. But, um, uh, so uh because of this i I noticed that i I force myself to to slow down and think like what about this shot that uh piqued my interest mm. you know is it the color is it the shadows is is the is the thing that I'm trying to shoot uh you know uh, interesting what am I trying to shoot right now you know when and of course I I, I do think about this with digital but it wasn't so it wasn't at the forefront of my thoughts because digital is so I just take it for granted like oh if I mess this shot up I can always go back and delete it there's no no, no problem yeah exactly it's you know uh, the, the only cost is time but with film um I, I mentioned the the uh, per row is like thirty ringgit, and that's cheap, yeah. Mm. Uh the better quality branded uh films could is 70, 80 ringgit, and yeah. that's yeah, it's really expensive. Um and then you still have to uh pay for the development cost, which could be, you know, 20, 30 ringgit per row, de- depending, yeah. Um so yeah. And also there's also the uh the availability of the role because you only have 36 shots and if you don't bring additional roles with you and you're out and you've finished the entire role mm. you might miss other shots yeah of course in, in today's digital world I in a world where we have our smartphones in our pocket at all times it's not that much of a concern but you know it's just not the same
1: yeah it's not the same I think the whole purpose of like an analog photo shoot versus a digital photo shoot is completely different like I mean yes you're still taking photos in the end but with a limited number of shots in analog, you are a lot more. Yeah, like, it's it's more about capturing good photos. Hmm. But then when it's digital, because there's no costs, it's like yeah, whatever. You know, you take as many as you want. Exactly. And it's yeah, it's it's a very different way of thinking about it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I'm not okay. I I don't. I don't want to come off as like that that guy, right? The pretentious. Uh sack of shit that, that, that always like oh no the analog is better than digital digital kids to, today blah blah no, I, I i that's not my intention my yeah. intention is that um there is a quality to analog uh that i think we've forgotten uh with the conveniences of digital and yeah. uh, this are uh, maybe not we but i have forgotten yeah. with, with digital um, and it's not just that For, even from a technical perspective and a, uh from a photography a technical aspect uh in through the lens of photography <laughs> uh, uh it's i learned I, I i finally realized oh why are some things the way it is you know like what uh why do why are certain terms uh, the way it is in photography i can't think of any right mm. now but i i understand oh wow it's because of this it's because um, uh, of this process in in film analog uh, photography which is and it's you know it carried forward to the digital realm even though in the digital format it really didn't make much sense but you know so it's 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 interesting it's very interesting and yeah i've just I'm trying to learn how to take it slow now, and I think most importantly is the um being able to accept imperfections in my shots mm. uh this sounds like a like a you know like a like a coping mechanism to forgive bad shots like shitty shots but um but you know it's okay there will be misses and and that's fine, that's fine, yeah,
1: yeah. I think uh, I have two sort of points to make here. The first is the point that you made about um, how certain things in the digital world um, made more sense once once you realized why it was like that, and it was because something from the analog world. I think for these kind of things, if you're able to sort of think of things from the ground up without the limitations of analog I do think that this doesn't just apply to photography in any sort of space that was converted from analog to digital if you can think about mm-hmm. it in a way where you're starting from the ground up without the analog restrictions there's a space for innovation there there's a space for change and space for new things to come up So I think that thought is uh, quite interesting um, yeah yeah, uh, and I think
0: I, I, I don't know. So I, I don't know much about uh vinyl records, but I know that you that you own and you do listen to vinyl records, right? You have a collection. Uh,
1: so, uh. <laughs> I have a very small collection of about six vinyl records. I don't own a vinyl player, yeah, yeah. uh. So ah. I've never actually listened to these records. Right now, two of them are sitting on like a display shelf, so they kind of look mm. nice. But I have
0: not I listened see. to them. I see because I think the last time I saw the, your Instagram story about is it King King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard? Yeah. Uh, correct. You have, you have you have you have a vinyl of one of the albums. I have a vinyl right?
1: Right? of one of the releases. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. never listened to it yet. That's probably still all sealed up. I
0: see. Um, I see. But
1: yeah, the the well the reason I kind of well for me I think there's two reasons, one reason about buying physical vinyls is that um mm-hmm. With when you listen to music digitally, you get cover art and you get the song. When it's a physical piece, Mm. you get like the back, um, the design on the back. You open it up, there's all the design on the inside, and it really makes you realize that releasing an album, like physically doing it, it's not just about having a pretty, um, it's not just about the cover art. It's also about what's on the back, what's on the inside. So there's a lot more thought to it. So I think that's kind of cool, and I think it's the same with buying a book or anything really. Um, yeah. Which kind of leads to the second point I was trying to make About the whole digital analog aspect of it I think what I, for me, I don't do photography But what I, what I realize, in the moment that I realize this the most Is when it comes to note-taking and paper You can mm. spin up Notion, you can spin up Notes You can spin up Google Drive It's very easy yeah. to yeah. write things easily here Quick note-taking on your computer yeah. or phone is very easy to do But taking out a piece of paper yeah. and actually writing it down Is a very, very different feeling yeah and yeah, yeah. it's sort of in the in the digital world it's very easy to create a new note write something and basically forget about it <laughs> but uh yeah, when you yeah, do it in the yeah. physical world like you can not just throw it away afterwards but often what happens in my life is that i often leave it on the table for a few days a few weeks and then you come back to it and you realize oh this is what i wrote um you know x yeah. amount of days ago on this topic and um i think that aspect of it is how i experienced
0: this journey mm. Yeah. So I so this I I'm not entirely sure if I want to call this like slow living but I think mm. I think there's a very important uh okay so so being, uh taking it slower is part of it but I also think there's um uh, a nature to mechanical things like yeah. tangible objects that are just irreplaceable you know um, it's very easy to get sucked know. into things In the digital world I think both
1: of us We grew up with computers um, yeah. Around us And I think yep. I also don't fully realize it But yeah In the digital world It's very easy to get sucked into um, It's very easy to go quick In the digital world Because you can do things Very quickly yeah. And uh, yep. Yeah I think um, Also when I was looking into journaling For example I was looking into, I was looking hmm. into Journaling apps And I forgot who said it but um, There was this one Person who Said something that I remember Which is that They recommend using a physical journal And primary reason for Mm. that is because You can have a digital journal fine But because if you use it on your tablet On your phone It's very very easy to get distracted Into other things Mm. It's very hard to sit down Mm -hmm. and focus on one thing Yes, you can put it on um, airplane mode, focus and everything But these are sort of You have to create these constraints yourself In order to make your brain concentrate on doing that When if you have a physical journal, for example You just have that piece in front of you And there's nothing else you can do So the intentionality of the object Really drives um, the the action here And it's very similar to your photography part, I think When you have an analog camera Mm -hmm. It really drives the purpose And you're saying this is a camera, and a lot camera, and I will take shots with it. Therefore, I need to be very focused about what I do, or I need to think more about what yeah. about how I do it. When you have a digital yeah, camera yeah. on your phone, it's like yeah, I can take shots all the time. You change it over to share an Instagram story, like resp- respond to messages, yeah. and it's just yeah, you're not really
0: doing the art of photography.
1: I guess you could say
0: yeah, but of course, no, it all really uh, depends on what your mm, goal is. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I still think it's uh it can be art, you know. Yeah. Uh it's, it, but but I, I think uh whether or not uh it is art, I think whether or not taking a photograph on a phone or an analog camera or whatever yeah. is art, I think it's subjective. But one thing is for sure that we uh shooting it on the phone makes at least for me, i it, it I take it for granted. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh I can whip it out anytime. Yeah. Snap. I'm like okay you know move on Mm -hmm. i i guess i don't appreciate the uh the context behind the shot Mm. i don't appreciate the moment behind the shot uh as much as i do with a film uh, uh camera yeah because um you know when i load up a film it takes me like a week and that's I I think for me that that's pretty fast. But a week to to finish a, a roll of film, mm. yeah. Send it over to the lab to get developed. That's probably another two to three days. Um, it comes back, and then I even though the shot is absolute crap, but I would I would look at it. Like, oh yeah, this this did happen. You know, it's it's almost as if I pulled out my old family photo albums <laughs> and perused it and I was like yeah. oh wow yeah that nice. did happen right That's nice. I and I think there's something really I don't know it could be it could be nostalgia it could be I don't know right yeah. but there's something really cathartic about that I don't know just like oh yeah this is nice yeah and
1: it's nice if I had to find a if I had to use one word for it I would I would call it intentionality like the intentionality yeah. of the photo taking exactly. journal writing that is the key aspect here
0: um mm. i and i and i don't know okay like okay so so i'm gonna tie this in a bit to our uh industry to our profession mm. right as software engineers um because as contrary to what a lot of people think but software engineering is a very creative field right i would argue it's more creative than it is uh, you know, hmm. mathematical or scientific. Uh, I I mm. I'm not sure if you if you agree with me in this statement. My but initial that's how response I feel is heavy it. disagreement.
1: But yeah, uh, um, mm. go on. Uh, I would love to 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 know what your are thinking. Here is
0: because um, at the end of the day, we so. So that's not even to call it software engineering sometimes like at least what i do right a software engineering I, I wouldn't call it engineering uh engineering implies that there is uh you know a fixed formula that is things have been engineered out right but in the software world it's it's highly uh not fixed in my opinion uh and it's we're always trying to solve uh, new problems every single day. It, it, at least that's how I I, I experience it. Um, and there's no set standards, right? So in my mind, the problems that uh, software engineers at the face are of a creative nature more than a technical nature. Um, hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to distill a, a requirement from uh, another human and try to understand what they want so you need to get creative on how you're going to solve that problem sure they could say you know uh, oh I, what was what was that uh, uh, Thomas Edison quote like oh if you ask what your customer wants no 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 uh, it was by Ford he said something along I the lines of well, if you ask what your customer wants they're going to say they want a faster horse but no uh, automobiles but that's a whole problem by itself but you know point. the point being is that we as, as cr- programmers, I feel like our field is very, it's a highly creative field more than it is technical. Uh, not to say that there's no technical aspect to it, but I don't know. I I feel like it's a creative field, uh, not creative in the traditional sense of you know artists, uh, designers, but we are sort of designers. You know, we design solutions to uh, software problems. Um, but I think because of, you know, how I look at it and if you, our industry is always trying to, you know, oh, try, try to hustle, right? Everything moves fast in, in software development. Uh, you know, that that, that uh, Zuckerberg saying, you know, uh, build fast, break fast, fix fast. I think that's a horrible uh, mentality, but, you know, that's, that's pervasive in the industri- industry, it yeah. feels like. And... And so the tie is back to creativity. I feel that creativity and speed don't necessarily gel well together. Personally, I feel that you know creativity is a very slow process yeah. uh, of course It, 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 it requires time. You, you, you need to let it bloom, right? You can't just force it out out of yourself. Uh, of course some 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 uh, creativity, Uh, can come out of you know pressure or you know being rushed etc but i feel that because we've been so busy at least for myself i've been so busy being fast that i forget to slow down and i feel that you know i i I get burnt out my creative side gets burnt out yeah um because you you mentioned it as well you know like uh one of the reasons we started this podcast is because you wanted to um you needed an outlet for your creativity, right? Yes, that's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. So and I and I feel that. And I feel like, you know, uh taking it slower, this film with film photography especially, yeah. It it is reminded me, it showed me that, yeah man, just Take a chill mm. pill, relax, smell the roses, you know, wait for, sit down on this bench, wait for the sun to set a bit more, then take the shot. Interesting, so, yeah. I don't know.
1: But before we proceed, I, I, did, I did a quick Google and Henry Ford did not say, I mean, he's often attributed <laughs> that quote saying, if I, if I, if, I if, if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. But no, uh-huh. um, there's a whole no, wasn't article him. on quote investigator which basically says he did not say this.
0: Um well I'm full of shit then. <laughs>
1: well, no. But well that's good to know. Huh? But
0: I mean I, I mean the point the point yeah, is, the is still stands, uh, but yeah, this,
1: I think it's yeah. I I
0: uh, cuz I did hear yeah. somebody
1: told me before that that wasn't true and um yeah. Mm. But like on this yeah. whole topic of sort of going slower um the way mm. I think about it is that life is like driving a car. Um, the direction mm. in life that you're going to is determined by what you set as the destination in your GPS. And so, as you navigate mm. through life, you take turns and you, 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 if you if you have a sort of north star in your life, a goal that you're working towards, you will always turn the wheel po- and point yourself in that direction. Um, mm. If you don't feed yourself, you run out of fuel. So that's something to eat, have energy, blah 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 blah. Um, but as you go through challenges in life, um, and the road gets a bit twistier, that's when the speed limit, um, is there. Or that's when the speed limit goes slower, so then you have to go slower Mm. in your your life. And when things are going well, maybe it's a straight road, then yeah, the speed Mm -hmm. limit becomes higher, and then, um, you can go as fast as you want. Um, you don't need to abide by the speed limit. But when you go over the speed limit, that's when you run the risk of crashing. Like you burn out, you extend yourself too much, you overload yourself. So the speed right, limit in right. life is sort of, I don't know how to say It's, it's like the natural, um, it's your natural limit on how much you can do based on how mm. much is on your plate.
0: Right. And you can push yourself past the limit, but if you keep doing that, it's not sustainable, right? Yeah. Is that, you know, sort of what you can get at? Mm. Yeah. No, I... Yeah, so I, 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 I I see what you're getting yeah, at Yeah, when you first
1: suggested This topic of slow living The first thought that came to mind For me was that um, Yeah, if slow living is about Living life under the speed limit Then I'm probably always At the speed limit Or just slightly higher And mm. Yeah, I think that's just kind of How I live my life I, I don't think it's great And if any Well Yeah, I, do, I, do I think it's okay? Like, I think after moving in Together mm. with my girlfriend There's a lot more focus on Basically how fast I live life I think when I was Living Mm -hmm. by myself Like You can go Any speed that you want And if you crash Then you crash And you sort of There's no repercussions Yeah Yeah. But now that We're living together If I crash There is a There there are side effects So knowing what Mm. speed I'm going Is a lot more um, Important And Mm. Yeah I think it's It is a bit of a Struggle in my life Kind of not being aware of how fast I'm going Is often Something that happens to me When I was like When I was Going through my recovery With depression and everything mm-hmm. During that recovery phase Life was truly very very slow And I was constantly Under the speed limit If anything The speed limit mm-hmm. was already set Very very low And I was constantly Trying to make sure I wasn't going uh, above that um, mm-hmm. But that was a Unique phase in my life Where basically my whole life stopped And Everything was focused on just one thing Which is which was myself mm. And now that mm. I'm Past that stage um, Yeah, I think I'm kind of back to how I used to live life Which is generally quite fast And uh, yeah, just operating uh, at max speed <laughs> Just trying to optimize my mm. life it's, Yeah, it's I don't uh, I don't know if it's a good way to live life or not
0: um I, I feel like you know whatever whatever works for you, that's how you should live it, right? Like like, like there shouldn't be a uh there shouldn't be a playbook that you should you shouldn't have to restrict yourself to whatever um to whatever norms there are. Oh, yeah. Happy, yeah, I for sure. Yeah. Fine. Some people just live a
1: lot just some people just live their lives a lot slower by default. Um for me, yeah. I do live my life a bit quicker. The two points yeah. is that first, I d- I think I didn't realize that before, and now I start to realize it more and more. It doesn't it not converted into any actual like action. Maybe it has in small bits, but yeah, I still mm-hmm. generally live my life uh, a lot quicker. And secondly, is that mm-hmm. um, yeah, once you live together, it's not just about me anymore. It's about me and my and my partner. We live together. We have a life together. So the actions that I do. Affect her And the actions that she does Also affects me So just having that Clarity on where I am And Being able to communicate that And just having awareness Is yeah. you know, it's, um, it's a big part And I'm I'm learning I'm trying uh, But it doesn't yeah. come naturally
0: No I think I think that You you said it really well uh, what, what you just said earlier With uh, being aware As of what you said earlier As well uh, Intentionality mm. um, I think those things. That's the key word. If if you know, uh, if there is anything to take away, uh, at least for yeah. me here, it's it's being intentional, being mm-hmm. being mindful of what you're doing in the moment. You know, sometimes yeah, it's t- totally fine if you want to, to to live life on the highway, really fast. But sometimes you gotta, especially now that you're you with your partner, with your girlfriend, you, you 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 have to ask them. Hey, do you need to do you need, do you need a uh, do you need to go to the restroom? you know <laughs> you can, you, can, you can't just <laughs> speed down the highway and just whoop you know yeah uh, intentionality yeah. so i think i don't know whether we mentioned yeah, it in the last
1: episode but there's also this concept yeah. of um um like it's very easy to be busy like on the topic of intentionality it's very easy to not be intentional it's very easy to operate on default settings and just go on autopilot oh
0: partner. yeah 100% mm. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, like I, I feel like I do it, um, well, not to bring up YouTube again, but, but, but sometimes, you know, when I'm just bored, I just zone out and open YouTube, mm. scroll through my recommenders, and like, okay, then I'll switch to another tab, and literally the next minute, I'm, oh, I'm bored, I will go back to YouTube and do the same thing again, and I'll wow. be like, oh, what the hell am I doing? That's, uh, it's, 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 you know, that used to be me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh i do I, I do that uh sometimes you know and and it's well i i don't know if that's uh a, a symptomatic you know It's a is a symptom to a deeper problem <laughs> but uh could be uh mm, i don't know um so again you know going through film photography uh doing Doing a well, rather intentional photography I have been much more Aware of this yeah. As of late
1: I'm very happy that you found something for yourself To have this sort of awareness About the speed you're going And the intentionality of what you're doing I think for me yeah. f- on In my day to day I don't think I have a hobby like this That really forces me to slow down If anything Almost all the things I do Kind of make me go quicker <laughs> Um, mm. So I'm definitely missing This um, s- Yeah Just missing something To really force myself To slow down I It's not something That I have At the moment
0: Yeah I I Okay So the funny thing is I say this But then You know I guess it's Just how my brain is wired But then I try to make the process more efficient <laughs> to to quicken the process mm. as well uh oh, yeah, whether you have to it's watch film photography you have to watch
1: out for that i think that's when you start to lose intentionality of it then it becomes about efficiency yeah.
0: and then Correct. yeah then it's a whole different ball game i i think that is still fine but you need you need to ask yourself then like okay you're you're trying to be efficient but to what end you know why are you trying to be efficient yeah, i think yeah. why is my like, yeah. what is the purpose yeah yeah, like, like are, are you trying to be efficient just for the sake of efficiency or which is i guess fine Lisa, because like uh well you know you you play strategy games and stuff uh there is a like a primal joy in make, keep, keeping things clean and you know super like a well-oiled machine yeah. right um and, and that's fine if, if that brings you a uh, joy in life that's perfectly fine but again intentionality um and I say this with film camera, and I say this with coffee as well. Like mm. uh, I, 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 sh- I showed you my my um, my coffee setup when you visited my home a few months ago. Mm. Uh, uh, it's you know manual grinding. I had to you know uh, it's a lot of fuss, right? Yeah. Uh, but you know, as of late, I have been I have been toying with the idea of oh maybe I should get like an uh, an electric grinder, mm. you know, to automate the process. But then you know. Every time, every time I, I catch myself thinking this, I'm like, but do I really need it though? Why do I want an electric grinder? You know, the yeah. I, I think the only, yeah. the the real acceptable reason is because I can't be, I absolutely cannot be fucked to, to grind coffee by myself first thing in the morning. <laughs> so I think that's the, but but even then I'm like, no, then it, it, it defeats the purpose uh, of me getting into, you know, coffee what, what got me started like, into coffee in f- the first place so yeah
1: well uh, at, at the same time you cannot I mean your requirements in life change and your life goes through many yeah. different phases and if, well maybe yeah. you will eventually reach a phase or maybe I don't know whether you will or you won't but you might reach a phase where you go like yeah really I don't want to be guiding coffee I don't want to be guiding my beans in the morning anymore and if it is true mm. that you want to move on from that step you shouldn't limit yourself just because oh, oh at first sure. I said no. Yeah. So I will forever say no. Yeah. You can't be that urgent in your life as well. So yeah I yeah, do think yeah. you need to allow yourself that flexibility.
0: For sure, for sure. Uh, the only it, constant yeah, in life it's... is change. Oh, oh whoa mind mind blown <laughs> No no but, but it's but it's but it's true. It's true. Um things will keep on changing our taste change I mean hell you know you you, you knew me from um, years ago I I did not take coffee back then yeah you are super no, anti look coffee at me now.
1: but uh, now you are the huge coffee drinker
0: around uh... yeah I used to I used to scorn at people who drinks coffee like, oh yeah. wow you you you're so you're so void of personality that that uh you need to drink coffee huh? but then now I'm the guy yes. <laughs> that make coffee my personal you the guy yeah
1: Ah I must say for our like, life for, for me, like in terms of my coffee setup, what we found out is that our favorite cafe here um ah. started grinding because they also they're, they're a roastery and a cafe. So they started okay. grinding the beans and putting them into these um, um compostable Nespresso bags.
0: cups. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. it's still okay.
1: Nespresso But like it's their beans Instead of Nescafe beans yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah.
1: Which, yeah After we found that out We're like, yeah Like any plan to move away from Nespresso If anything, this locks us in even more Because we get to use their beans um, But mm. with the convenience of an Nespresso machine Which I think is amazing
0: no, I, I am hundred percent for that. Like I think my main gripe with Nespresso was they try to lock you in to the uh, to, to, to their cups, to yeah. their beans, right? That they're yeah. their pods. I hated that about Nespresso. I'm like, dude, this is like Apple all yeah. over again, yeah. ironically speaking. It's like I, I say this as I'm recording on an Apple device, but you know. <laughs> um I, I but, but I, I thought the newer um uh Nespresso machines, they don't allow that anymore.
1: I don't know That's very good Is yours the older one? Yeah mine's still Quite an old one So I'm happy Uh. You pointed that out Because now If we ever decide To upgrade the machine uh, That's that's definitely something That I will look out for Um, Yeah But Uh. I mean it's also Just a big Like this whole system That they have Is also to sell Because at our new office We have Nespresso machines And there's feedback That the the Nespresso machines Are not good enough Let's get proper coffee machines And the response has been We have a contact with Nespresso And we will not use anybody else So yeah This is is how it is So it's actually a really good business model as well To kind of force a certain standard And you know big companies They just want to engage with big companies We just need to provide X amount of coffee To to our staff per day And like can you make that happen for us Done we can
0: So yeah Oh, right. I was. Oh man, I I'm still living in the past. I was thinking, wow, Peaks have a have a contract with Nespresso. God no, damn, I was I like, on, Oh buddy. no, wait, Warner Brothers, <laughs> Discovery. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, there's the the big boy, big, boys, big no. boy, big boy, yeah I, uh, Big play, uh, yeah. big fish. We had an employee yeah.
1: screening of uh, the Flash uh, about two or three weeks ago, <laughs> so I got to watch the Flash right. at the office because we have a cinema in the office. Wow! Um, yeah. Well, oh, it's cool. I it was done doing man. office hours, that so that's cool. even cooler. Um,
0: the best part no was ad. no ads. Ooh. You walk in and no ads. Movie
1: starts, you know. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Hey,
0: I I I I don't know, man. I kind of uh, okay, I don't know about cinemas in, in the Netherlands, but in Malaysia, so I I kind of like some of the ads, mm. you know, like especially when they show the trailers uh, for the for upcoming movies. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Yeah, like it's it. just like the camera guy, yeah. Oh, you want to buy one camera?
1: You know, you, you, you know, so you need to get this other Ooh, camera, you buy yeah. two cameras. The movies yeah, to he show he you other like movies this so that movie. you go buy more cinema tickets in the future. And uh, that's that's how it works. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
0: Because I don't normally make it a point to go out of my way to watch trailers yeah. because I don't really like yeah. to have my it's the perception. Spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But nice, man. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. But know yeah I mean it's a great thing that your that your uh, cafe slash roastery is doing that That's all the power to them yeah. and, like- and the other good part for me is that because
1: I don't drink much coffee So at the office I don't drink any coffee I always have my coffee at home mm. before I go to work So yeah one cup in the morning mm. with my setup and I'm happy So I d- yeah mm. uh, at the office I don't drink any caffeine So yeah the people who drink coffee a lot <laughs> Just I mean like you <laughs> um Yeah you have
0: Hey questions. man I I don't I drink my coffee at home too And I only drink like You know we're talking about Like double shots So I drink basically Like a double shot Every day yeah. But that's about it And buddy You drink double shots too If you If you drink from a cafe Chances are It's a double shot You know <laughs> Um. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't ask these questions uh,
1: uh. This is truly a case Of ignorance is bliss I don't ask these questions And I will not
0: know and I'm happy to not know. <laughs> uh, but I don't know what's the, I I, I don't. Like I was listening back to the episode and then I was like, why what why are you so, um, I would I say hesitant? It uh,
1: is hesitant like, Why am I so against finding out what the, what the truth is basically? Um. But but there's nothing wrong with a double shot. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think because mentally in my head I sort of have. Okay, so this maybe something I need to work on. In my head, I have this very, very strict requirement that I'm telling myself you mm. can never have more than two shots a day. Um, but,
0: but you don't, right? Like, 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 like. like. But sometimes, very one rarely, co- I have n-
1: one coffee in the morning and uh-huh. another coffee in the afternoon.
0: Oh, but oh, But it's like once a month. Baby, once okay. A month.
1: So, like, it's really, like, well, maybe even once a quarter, to be honest. It's really, really rare. Um, that's, that's fine, dude. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. So maybe yeah. Okay, okay. That's gonna be one of my uh, action points. The next time I go to my favorite cafe, yeah. I will ask them. What should I ask them?
0: Yeah, just ask them what's the dosage. Like, oh, uh, uh, how much is how much gram of uh, you know, Um uh, how much gram of beans are you grinding to, you know, my coffee? Like, is it 15 grams, 16 grams? i just ask them, is this this a double shot? You know, uh, most specialty coffee places, they have a, you know, they have a pretty uh, uh, standard definition of what a double shot is. So
1: I'll ask them, how many grams of beans
0: uh, going into my oh, no, no. If, In fact you just ask them Is this a single shot Or double shot Is this as simple as that yeah. Yeah. And then okay. they can tell you Oh double shot But then yeah, If you want I to f- go further <laughs> You can ask I them. feel like if
1: I ask that We get into a very different discussion Or it's like The one you were telling me Last time like Oh what is a single shot What is a double shot And like uh, Yeah But okay yeah, yeah. There's yeah, two no questions nah. like, How many in- grams And how many shots I'll ask them next time Yeah, right? And I'll report back to you
0: Yeah sure but you don't, you don't have to. Like, I mean, it's all good. Like, I don't really care how I much know, of shots of coffee Like to me, to me, I know if I have one cup of coffee a day, uh, that is normal. Two cups is still okay. Three cups onwards, uh, that's when I'm, 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 I'm dancing with the devil, you know, because <laughs> as we've alluded to in the previous episode. Oh, baby, mm, yeah, definitely sore sounds. That's for sure. Yeah, and mind you, like I, that that workshop I was in, I was the only like uh, amateur, uh, non barista, you know, pleb, and the rest of them worked in cafes or own cafes, and even they were buzzed by the end of the session. They were like, Ooh. they're like, dude, my ears are ringing. I'm like, is that a good thing? I'm like, I don't know, man. You are a barista? You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I see.